0: This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast, where business leaders share their insights. It is six questions in seven minutes or less, because successful business leaders are busy and rarely have more time to spare. So let's get to it. Question number one, in a few sentences, tell me who you are
1: and what you do. Thanks, Peter. My name is Steve Duddy, and I am a husband, a father, a grandfather, and a CEO, CEO is an interesting title to me because I consider my role as a chief choreographer. Uh, But I think what's interesting is if you were to ask me this question 30 years ago, I think my answer would have been different. And I think the order would have been reversed. I think I would have responded as CEO first because I think that was my identity. But over the years, I've come to learn the importance of those other aspects in life, which I think contribute to you being a better CEO in my particular case.
0: Mm hmm Question number two, what's the best thing about working in your industry?
1: You know, I've been in the med device industry since I've been out of college. And I absolutely love the fact that I'm in a profession where we have an impact on making people's lives better. The amount of things that I've been able to witness firsthand in the field of medicine are astounding and life-changing for many. And for me, being able to contribute that and be able to be around people who contribute to that is an amazing feeling. Mm. Question number three. I hear from other business leaders
0: that staying in a good work-life balance for them and their team members can be a challenge. Your thoughts?
1: You know, Peter, I, I read something one time that was so impactful to me. And that was somebody said, I never met anybody on their deathbed. They wish they spent more time in the office. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really true. I think the work personal life balance is so important. And I think not only does it help me be a better leader, it helps me be a better father, a better husband, but part of my role is to teach. And teaching that balance to the people on my team is equally critical. The best way to do that is to set the tone and be an example. So I think it's absolutely critical, not only for our wealth, uh, for our health, and for our well-being, but also productivity. So I, I think, barring none, I think it's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And I I definitely can see how
0: you're living that too, Steve, because, you know, the way that you introduced yourself, it really shows that you've got a a good work-life balance based on the way that you answered that first question. Thanks, Peter. I appreciate it. I like to feel that way as well. (laughs) So question number four, what other successful business leaders like yourself should be on my podcast?
1: So, you know, um, there's actually a, a mutual colleague of yours and mine that I'd be very interested to see how he responds to the questions, and that'd be Dan Riley. Mm-hmm. And, and I picked Dan because Dan is a not only a creative person, but he's managed a successful business for years. And I really appreciate Dan's passion that he brings to the job. So I think Dan would be an interesting person to, to throw these questions at and to hear his insights. I think he's got some great ideas. Great idea. I'll
0: reach out to him. Question number five, what insight or advice would you give to other business leaders?
1: You know, I think that's a great question as well, Peter. And I think, you know, what we're doing is we're running a synchronized swimming event. So I think our job is to go ahead and to build the team. I think it's to be able to look at the business through the windshield, as I would say, rather than the rearview mirror, provide direction, provide support, but you've got to synchronize the event. So I would just say, keep your eyes on the future, build a current team now, and I think the results will come. You know, I've heard an adage where somebody said, if you have a good product and a below average team, product's never gonna make it. Mm -hmm. But if you have an average product with a great team, your chances of success skyrocket. So again, Mm -hmm. keep your eye looking forward, build your team, teach them, and I think you're going to have a, a winning situation. I think that's
0: really insightful, Steve. Especially, you know, it, it it makes me think about the times when I was on a really collaborative team versus a team that was more siloed and in it just for themselves. The productivity differences was just amazing.
1: Right, and I think you know you've got to again set the example that you're willing to do. You're in this together. You've got to be able to make decisions but you're going to be the one that's got to look into the future and they're going to look to guidance from you. Mm -hmm. So I think the more that you can provide from a support perspective and that guidance, the more comfortable they're going to feel.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And question number six, Steve, tell me about your first job.
1: You know, Peter, um, I was thinking about this uh, the other day because I was talking to an old colleague of mine. When I came out of college, I actually had a very short go at a pharmaceutical job working in New York City, which I thought was really interesting, but very quickly got drafted by Johnson & Johnson Ethicon. And I remember them hiring me and saying, what do you know about New York? And I said, not much. And they handed me a map and said, you'll learn quick. (laughs) Uh, And then I remember going to sales school. There was pretty intense training there. In fact, there was a primary and secondary school. And I remember being in the first sales class and the executive VP came by and said, oh, you're the guy. And I said, what do you mean? He said, you're the youngest sales rep we've ever hired. We're keeping an eye on you. No, no pressure, right? 23 or 24 years old. And all of a sudden, you know, that big brother's watching. Mm -hmm. But that experience at Johnson & Johnson Ethicon was an amazing experience for me. And in fact, I'm still in touch with many of the people I worked with before. In fact, it's one of those colleagues that are partially responsible for me getting the position at this company where I'm at. And I think that you know it's an experience both from a personal side, uh, from a professional side. You build relationships, and and for that, it was probably my most valuable experience from a professional job. And from
0: what you're saying there, it really uh, shows what the importance of having great relationships early in your career and later in your career. Because as as you said, you know that that first job, the relationships you made there connected you to what
1: you're currently doing. That's correct. And, and you know, and it's even goes outside of that. It's being able to pick up the phone and say, how's the family? You know, we've all had kids now that were you know, little when we met and they're now all grown up. And so we get to share the professional experiences and we get to bounce ideas off each other, but we also get that other part of life of what's the, what are the kids doing? How's the wife or the spouse? Who's out of college? Who's talking retirement? And it's like I said, it just, um, it was amazing. And it's so nice to stay in touch with a lot of these people. That's awesome. So Steve, thank you for being on the show. How can people find you? So they can find us at CorinthMedTech.com. Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, and I have an open door policy for everyone. So they can feel free to give me a call, shoot me an email or visit our website.
0: Fantastic. This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast. For more insights and ideas, please go to LinkedIn.com and search for Winning at Business and Life podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome, change agents, to your go to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit